Hey everybody, it's Candace and Becky from Mindful Art Company. Hi everyone. And you are listening to Common Kindness, a mindfulness podcast for finding your friendly inner voice. We talk about the real art and science of self-compassion and help you make kindness more common in your life, starting with yourself exactly where you're at. So today we get to talk about this thing called resistance. And if you've been with us since the beginning, I think we've been talking about this for a long time. Um, Back in April last year, we also did a similar episode. This topic cannot be applied enough to our lives. So timely right now. So So timely. timely. So I'm excited to to dig into this because it's definitely going to be a review for me. And it's definitely going to be something that I need. So thanks for being here and listening to us. And Becky, what have you, what have you got to teach us today? Okay. So the psychologist Carl Jung said that what you resist not only persists, but will grow in size. So I want us just to sit with that for just a second. What you resist not only persists, but will grow in size. So when you're trying to avoid or ignore or shove down an experience or an emotion because you don't like it, because it feels yucky, it's uncomfortable, if you shove it away, you're actually making it grow. It becomes your reality. So avoiding resistance doesn't really work. Have you found it to work, Candace? Well, no. (laughs) I mean, it's, it reminds me of this story that Becky's mom, my grandmother, when she was small, she, it was depression times and her family, they lived on a farm. They had really very little. And she decided she was going to make bread one day and she ruined, she ruined the ingredients that the bread didn't rise and her parents were gone somewhere. And she was resisting this fact that she didn't want her parents to get mad at her, right? She didn't want to be in trouble. She was because resisting. she wasted the ingredients. She wasted the ingredients. And so she decided she would bury it in the yard so that her parents would never find out that she wasted the ingredients. And so she thought she'd done a great job burying it. And when they came, when her parents came home, they said, Colleen, come out and look in the yard and see this strange mushroom that's growing. <laughs> So she goes out and she sees her loaf of bread, right, has has risen. It's not a strange mushroom. And I think that's us. We want to resist that we've made a mistake or that we're feeling ornery or that, you know, we hurt our back or whatever. We want to resist it. And so we bury it in the yard and it just grows back as a mushroom, you know? (laughs) That strange mushroom. Oh, I love that. What a great story. How perfect. Yes. So... Let me just give the definition of resistance. The definition is it's the refusal to accept or comply with something, the attempt to prevent something by action or argument. So the thing to think about, and I love that you told that story, Candace, is that when we resist things from happening, we also block growth from occurring. Mm. So it's kind of like you're stuck in this no man land you know, you're this pond without any fresh water coming in or coming out. 
you just have no fresh ideas. And that reminds me of what we talked about last week, which was the default mode network. And if you remember specifically when we're meditating, we're allowing gray matter in our brains to grow. And because of that, our ability to make decisions, our ability to think on our feet, all of that gets better. Well, that's why we're talking about resistance because it flows right along with that idea that when we can allow um, ourselves to stay open instead of resist, we can allow new ideas to come in and we can become more like, you know, a river instead of a, a, a pond without any fresh water coming in. Right. It reminds me of this really cool Play-Doh that my kids got that you can stretch it. It's, you can like punch it. It's very soft and malleable and compared to the old Play-Doh, it's like so much more fun to play with. And it is, it's because it's, it's more fluid. It can move more. And, and that's what we want our brains to be, right? We want our brains to be able to be open to any type of movement or any type of change rather than resisting, you know, whatever's coming our way. Yep. Yep. Okay, so let's sit for just a minute and think about how do you know that you're resisting? So what signs happen? So for me, the things that happen, and I'm just thinking about something that happened the other day, um, I was resisting something and I actually did not feel well. Yes. I mean, my, it was so interesting. My joints hurt my breath was shallow. I, I literally did not feel my head was hurting. You know, there were physical signs that I was resisting something. So oh, yeah, I, I see that a lot in my kids because I know like, oh, they really don't want to go to school today because it's PE or because, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, you know, they have a headache or they yes. can't find their shoes or they can't find oh. their socks. And it's not oh. that they're it's not that they can't find them. It's that their brain is literally resisting in a physical way. You know, this, this thing that's kind of scaring them or that yes. they're annoyed by. And that is a really good point that I'm so glad that you brought up because right now it is a time that we're going to see a lot of resistance in our kids and a lot of resistance in ourselves. The happening that you'll notice is wandering attention. I mean, holy moly. Mm-hmm. My attention is going all over the place. A lot of times physical tension, worry, or rumination, mm-hmm. overworking or overeating, unnecessary anger, desperately seeking distraction, maybe being on social media, too uh-huh. much, you know, all of these things. And I think it's important, like you said, to look at your kids too. And, and instead of getting mad at them, just saying, Oh, look, they're resisting. That's interesting. Yeah. And I think it's just good looking at your kids or your coworkers or even yourself when these signs happen, that it honestly doesn't even matter if we know what they're resisting, but that if we can sit with them and say, Oh, wow, you must be frustrated or you must be avoiding something or whatever it is. That's okay. Absolutely. And give yourself a break. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be so dang hard on yourself. So something to really consider on this line, whether we're talking about is that we can't always stay open. Hmm. So 
we're hardwired to resist things. It's okay. It's okay that we're resisting something. We can't, our lungs are expanding and contracting. The seasons change, winter comes mm -hmm. and then spring comes. And that's how our life is. So closing down is not a bad thing. We say to ourselves that it's time to take a break. What ends up happening is that we allow ourselves to let go of the resistance at that moment. Which because, is just, sorry, Becky, this is ironic because most of the time we're resisting the break. Yes. <laughs> right? But, yes. But once we get to that break, once we allow ourselves to actually take the break, yes. then, then, then tell us what we do. We notice, sorry, I cut you off. What do we notice? Well, no, but then we notice that both the good and the bad, and we're able to like move through the resistance. We're able mm -hmm. to just function in daily life. But, but if we didn't have the resistance, the thing I really want to say is that we'd be overwhelmed with the intensity of just ordinary life. So resistance, I really want to stress this because it's so easy for us to go to one side or go to the other side. But mm. when we're, when we're really trying to be mindful, it's not about that. It's about staying neutral. It's about noting that there's good and there's bad. And and neither are like detrimental to us. It's just okay. about noting them. So right? I think, yeah. So I think what I'm understanding is that sometimes if we are encouraging ourselves not to resist, some of us might interpret that as don't feel negative or don't push against something right. when yeah. really all it is, is noticing yes. that we are pushing against something or noticing that something does feel negative. That's yeah. that in and of itself is letting the resistance go. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's such a good, good, like skill to have. And it's such a great skill to teach our kids, especially right now. We're not going to teach our kids if we don't teach ourselves first. Mm -hmm. So if we're worried about our kids resisting, like in your case, school, you know, because they don't want to go to school because they're scared about, you know, whatever, whether it's COVID related or a spelling test or a math test for me. That's what I was always resisting when I was a kid. The math <laughs> me too. The but math. you know, we can just notice it. And that's the beginning of like moving forward. So let me just go back for just a second and note that when we resist things, we can make negative and, and, and long-term effects with this. I've seen it in my own life. So for a long time, I was an insomniac mm -hmm. and I would always stay up all night and be like, oh, I can't go to sleep. If I can't go to sleep, then I'm going to have a bad day tomorrow. And then I'm not going to be able to get everything done that I need to get done. And, and then I'm not going to, I'm, you know, it was like this endless circle. I just felt like I was just spiraling down this toilet, this endless circle. But then when I stopped resisting mm -hmm. and I remember the day that it happened, we were on a trip to Florida. This was just a few years ago. And I, we had had this terrible flight. I know I've, I told you about this, Candace. Mm -hmm. We had this terrible flight and we didn't get in. We were supposed to go to Disney World the next day and we didn't get in to our, our Airbnb until like three in the morning or something like that. And we knew that we had to be to Disneyland by eight o'clock in the morning and I, everybody was asleep. We were completely exhausted. 
and I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Doug was snoring and it was super loud. Everything was bugging me. I was completely insomniac. And at that moment, I put my hand on my heart and I said, this is hard. This is a hard moment. You can't sleep and you do have to get up, but you know what? You're going to be okay. You're going to be able to handle the day just fine. And I said my four phrases, may I be safe? May I be happy? May I be healthy? May I live with ease? Literally for five hours. Mm. And I got up and I had a great day and I did not sleep one bit that night, but I got up and had a great day and I let go of the resistance of the insomnia. And at that moment, when I was kind to myself and I let it go, my suffering went down. Mm-hmm. Now, was I still kind of in pain? Sort of. I mean, I was tired, whatever, but it was Disney World and I was okay. I mean, there are worse things in the world than not getting a good night's sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So the resistance can have negative effects, but if you bring in this letting go of the resistance, you can lessen all of those effects. So we've talked about the equation before, this equation of suffering equals pain times resistance. Yes. And I think sometimes it's talked about as uh, like original pain and secondary pain. Have you heard this, Becky? Uh Uh-huh. Where Uh we all have pain caused by emotions or stubbing your toe And then the second type of pain is the, what happens after you stub your toe. Shooting the, yeah, shooting the second arrow. Yeah, that's in Buddhism, they call it shooting the second arrow. So the first arrow is the actual like event or whatever. And the second arrow is the thing that, you know, the thoughts about ruminating or spiraling or, or avoiding or whatever. Yes. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Yeah. So it's inevitable that we're going to experience that first arrow. We're going to experience the pain. So mm-hmm. I am going to experience the, the night, the, the night's lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. But then when I resist, I experience that second arrow. That which is worry. the suffering. Yes. Which is the suffering. Oh, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Yeah. Okay. The second thing um, that I want to bring up with the suffering equals pain times resistance is this, this quote, what we can feel, we can heal. So let's just talk about that for just a minute, that how mindfulness and self-compassion are so helpful when it comes to opening up to difficult experience with less resistance. And that helps us to not suffer, to not shoot that second arrow. Mm-hmm. So I want to do just a meditation slash reflection exercise, a journal or a piece of paper or something so that like our handbook, if you have that, Uh uh-huh. Our handbook. What a great idea. (laughs) Let's, let's sit down and just get yourself in a comfortable spot if you can. So let's close down for a moment and Just watch our breathing. Maybe get yourself in a really comfortable spot. 
take a few deep breaths in and out. And close your eyes when you're ready. And feel free to continue to open your eyes and write if you have any insights that come. But I want you now to think of a current situation in your life where you feel that you are resisting the reality of something and you may be making it worse for yourself. So maybe procrastinating on a big project or resenting something about your job or your life or harboring anger towards someone. Just something where you feel like you're resisting the reality of something. And now notice how your resistance is manifesting. So what signs do you see happening in your life because of the resistance? So maybe some physical tension or some agitation, some anger, maybe you feel distracted. Maybe you feel spaced out. Or maybe you notice that you are dealing out a lot of criticism of others or yourself. Maybe you're overworking or overeating. How is your resistance manifesting? Just continue to breathe. And note that resistance is totally normal. It's totally okay. We're just noticing it. And I want to change gears now. So ask yourself, is it possible that the resistance might be benefiting you in some way? So maybe the resistance is helping you not to feel certain things that are uncomfortable. How is it benefiting you or is it benefiting you in any way? Let's take a moment to see the other side. And if difficult feelings come up, please be kind to yourself. And once again, recognize that resistance is normal and that allows you to function in daily life. Now I want you to ask yourself, how is the resistance not serving me? So how is it making things worse than they need to be? And how might life be easier if you stopped resisting or just resisted even a little less? And once again, if you have any insights, you can open your eyes and write down on a piece of paper or our handbook. How would your life be easier if you stopped resisting? And now take a moment to think about how mindfulness and self-compassion might help lessen your resistance to this situation. 
How could it help you? And if any ideas come up of how to practice mindfulness or self-compassion, writing those ideas down. And now just validating your pain. We're just going to go through a self-compassion break. Validating your pain, becoming mindful of it, telling yourself that this is a tough time for you. This is hard. And then seeing the common humanity, noticing and noting that other people feel the same way as you in this situation. So you're not alone in your feelings. You're not the only one that feels sad or angry or upset over the situation. Other people feel this way too. And then lastly, offering yourself some kindness, saying some kind phrases. It's not your fault. You can do this. Take your time with this. Breathe. You can take as much time as you need to deal with this issue. And just letting any other kind phrases come up into your mind and saying those to yourself. Maybe placing a hand on your heart or wherever you might be feeling any other physical pain and just breathing right in to that warm, that warmth. And now just letting yourself take a couple of deep breaths and letting your shoulders drop. And let go of any resistance that you feel in your body. And opening your eyes if you've had them closed. So uh, any thoughts, Candice, with that exercise? Well, it was very eye-opening, so thank you. Um, Good. I think that one thing that I, I guess, relearned probably is that just because you're resisting something, so in, in my case, I'm resisting this idea that um, that my house needs a change. Either we need a bigger place or I need to redo some rooms or something, right? Like it's not working. So I'm resisting something. It doesn't mean that I don't need more space. It means that I need to either stop resisting um, like a hard conversation I need to have or stop resisting this um, like emotional attachment I have to something in my house. Um, that, that I don't need to talk myself out of changing my space. What I need to do is say, it's okay to feel that you need a change. And it's okay to feel like it's hard work to make the change. That those are, you just like stop resisting that feeling. Um, 
So whatever it is that's causing the resistance, you may or may not be able to change. But those feelings, acknowledging them and, and speaking kindly to them, like we did at the end of that exercise. I mean, one thing that I wrote down was, it's okay, we made it through once and we'll do it again. I mean, how many times have I changed yeah. spaces in my life? A million times. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to resist this feeling of discomfort or this feeling like it's going to be so hard. Like, don't resist that. Be like, yeah, it is. And own it, own that part. Because that's what's going to give me kind of the oomph to get through, right? It's okay to feel that. Whatever it is you're resisting, think about how it's making you feel and say, it's okay. It's okay to feel that way. Mm -hmm. That's what I got out of that exercise, Becky. I'm curious to know what our listeners get out of it. Oh, absolutely. Well, I was just thinking about how so often I resist my own body image mm. and how, when I resist that, that's when I just kind of want to give up on, on like healthy habits, whatever that is, because I say, oh, well, I can't be strong looking like this. I can't be yes. healthy looking like yes. this. Totally get yes. that. Yes. And instead, when I let go of the resistance, naturally, I, I do things that help me to feel better. Okay, well, thanks everybody for joining us today. Um, as always, our handbook is for sale at mindfulartco.com. It's the best way to listen to this podcast. And you can also sign up if you're interested in getting more coaching, you can um, sign up for coaching sessions with me. That is uh, on our website at mindfulartco.com. And if you guys have any questions about that, just shoot us a DM or an email, and we'd be happy to answer any questions about one-on-one -on -one coaching because it is life-changing. The people that have come through with Becky, they can't get enough sessions with her. So we'd love to answer any questions that you have. But we want to remind you that you really don't need anything at all to make kindness more common in your own life. You can just start right now with yourself exactly where you're at.